0: Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Karina Tolan of Monica Tolan's The Skin Experts. Hello.
1: Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for reaching out. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for talking to me. And I suppose with the clocks going forward and the sun coming out, like we're all kind of now getting into that summertime feeling. But our skin really needs to get some sort of a look in now, don't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, as as daylight hours increase, it certainly brings... it new and different challenges to the skin we need to up our ante with regards to protection Mm -hmm. Um, and then also maybe during the winter months sometimes people lean heavily on AHAs alpha hydroxy acids which are actually light sensitizing so we need to pull back on the AHAs and rev up on the SPF and the um, UVA protection and broad spectrum protection really.
0: Yeah, and I suppose a lot of those people would be aware of, like we've already, I think it's already been drilled into us about the SPFs. But is there a particular SPF that's better than others? Because obviously, if it's standalone, it might be better than what might be in your foundation or in your moisturiser. Is that right?
1: Okay, well, I have the perfect answer for you here. The best SPF is the one you apply and the one you reapply. And other than that, Lou, I often say it's like kissing frogs trying to find your prints. Mm. What I might love you might hate and that's why I really like a client or a person to find one they're compliant with because compliance is absolutely everything. There's no SPF that you can apply in the morning and that will still protect you six to eight hours later so it's really important that um, a person realises that they must reapply um, SPF every two to three hours because actually what happens is the sun degrades the SPF making it redundant so um, it's... Really, education is so important in that in that arena. Um, so the SPF you apply and the SPF you continuously reapply throughout the day is key.
0: That's interesting because I suppose I would be one of the people who'd put it on in the morning, go about my day and kind of yeah. forget about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and this is why I have a lot of reservations when it comes to SPF and skincare because that is more or less the message that's put out there, and mm-hmm. it's not really true, and then, of course, melanomas can manifest in the body, areas of the body that are actually never exposed to daylight, so really, if I go into um, transition years in school and my team go in, um, and we look to really educate our clients and educate our, our next generation on this matter, you know, lifestyle changes, like, try not to do that run in the middle of high sun, yeah. let's say from 12. Three o'clock, arrange the golf for early morning or a late evening run is much better. Wear the hat, and um, uh, you know, physical shields from the sun are far better than any SPF.
0: So, what does the skin need during the summertime?
1: So I'm gonna say um, lots, of, lots of hydration. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing you may that may surprise you is a dry skin is not lacking in water; it's lacking in essential um, fatty acids. And we don't make essential fatty acids; we're dependent on our diet to take them in. So lots of good fats like oily fish, avocados, nuts, seeds, um, extra virgin olive oil, that kind of thing. And that really is what forms your waterproof barrier in your skin and keeps all the nasty um, pathogens out and keeps all the good guys in. So that's really really important. And then. Lots of water just if you are maybe sweating a lot more and um, outdoors a lot just to, to stay hydrated but otherwise just to keep the skin shielded and um, and protected and try to avoid midday sun high sun from like I said from 12 till 3.
0: And that makes a lot of sense because we're told for everything that our diet is a huge part of it it's working from the inside out as they say and it seems like it's the same in this aspect.
1: Oh, I understand. Well, the, the skin is the only double-sided organ. So it is an ample opportunity to feed the skin from within because mm. all the nutrients you, in, you ingest end up in your blood, which ultimately is what feeds the dermis and the epidermis. So roughly you could say what you ate five days ago is what your skin cells that you are seeing now have depended on for nutrition. So if you, I don't know, have a very low nutritious diet over a weekend. That's going to manifest on your skin. So eat healthily, and it will show. You'll, you'll you'll reap the rewards a couple of days later for sure.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. Because that actually makes a lot of sense then. Because obviously, if you're mm-hmm. you know suddenly getting that takeaway or getting something that's just not yeah, so good for you're your you're going
1: to wear that big mask. you're going to notice it yeah
0: <laughs> and you do because your skin does feel like or even looks kind of I don't know sadder yeah. than usual maybe sometimes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dull and grey and yeah. just lacking in nutrients. Now, it is a misconception that oily, I don't know, a bag of chips is going to cause a spot. And I never, like, nobody is to blame for their acne. So it's very important I put that message yeah. out there. Unfortunately, hormones are, are what is to blame for acne, hormones are the devil in that regard. But it's not your food. Now, some parents want me to say the opposite, but I refuse to. <laughs> but that's not to say that, you know, a good, healthy diet. And also bear in mind gut and gut health. The gut and the skin is a direct axle between both Um so, you, if you care for your bush, for your bush, excuse me, for your gut, and feed your good microbiome, um, and they love diverse colours um, and and greens, all, all different colours, all the colours of the rainbow. That too will reflect on your skin. Um, a good healthy gut will massively reduce inflammation in the skin, and inflammation presents in the skin like heat, redness, um heat really. So I often say, um, you know, you look. To, turn off the fire within and that's by looking after your gut and of course when you look after your gut all areas of your life is going to benefit yeah. 80 90 percent of your serotonin is is produced in the gut so that's your happy hormone and of course your general health is going to benefit hugely as well
0: wow i don't know if we really know like me as like one of the general public don't really know how good actually and how much it controls a lot of what's going on in our bodies
1: the gut yeah Oh, 100%. You know, I also say it is the second brain. It's actually made from the same fetal matter as the intestines in the brain. They actually even kind of looking like, if you think about it. Um, And, you know, when you're excited, you don't feel it in your head. You feel butterflies in your tummy. When you're anxious, again, it's not in your head. It's that anxiety in your stomach. And that just shows you the brain, skin um, and gut, actually. They're all connected.
0: Interesting. Should we be washing our face with water?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, bear in mind that if you are a very compliant um, client and you're wearing SPF and maybe makeup as well, a lot of that is waxes and fats. Mm -hmm. that sit on the skin to protect it. The water's just going to run off that. So, you know, it is important. You know, know, I'm not going to say don't wash your face with water, but it it will run off any fat sitting on the skin and won't break them down. If you want to remove SPF, the makeup, you need to use an oil to break down oil. So that's why I'm a big fan of double cleansing.
0: So, yeah, so how should we be looking after our faces then, I suppose, morning and evening?
1: Well, you know, so as much as UVB is... potentially the only thing in the environment that has the, the, the capacity to kill us via our skin and that of course is melanoma mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, free radicals you know if you want to know if there's free radicals peel an avocado and sit it on the counter and watch it degrade or leave a bike out for weeks and months and watch it rust that's all free radicals that, that does that so you need to make sure you've got antioxidants in your skin care antioxidants literally neutralise free radicals in the environment so a diverse amount of antioxidants look actually for an SPF with antioxidants as well because then you've got your UBB filter, which of course is very UBB but then you've all your antioxidants for free radicals, so it's very anti-aging. And um, one thing I will notice in a client's skin when we introduce antioxidants into skincare is they'll go from that dull, grey, tired look to a really peachy, healthy,
0: glowing skin. Mm, so we need to put more thought into, I suppose, what we're eating and what we're we're putting on our skin.
1: Yeah, I guess you know these these products are there just to source them out, you know, mm. and also you know the great your greatest. Skin Advisor is your skin. It will let you know if it doesn't like something. So listen Mm -hmm. to it as well. You know, if your skin's becoming irritated or inflamed or itchy or dry or red, pull back from whatever you're using.
0: Karina Tolan, thank you so much. How can people keep up to date what you're up to?
1: Well, I have my own podcast series, Skin Deep um, by Karina Tolan. You'll find that on all the... Um, podcast platforms I also am very active on, so, on social media they'll find me at Monica Toten Beauty and of course find me in the business I'm always in clinic and I have a virtual online skin consultation service so if you just head to Com, and then I have a team of incredible um, skin experts all around me that do amazing work literally life-changing work day in day out.
0: Amazing. Karina! thank you so much for chatting to us. Louise thank you so much for having me anytime and you have a great evening.